The following podcast is brought to you by Astro Panda Productions. For more information or to find other great shows, visit astropandaproductions.com or visit the Astro Panda Productions page on blogtalkradio.com. Welcome to the Gaming with Scissors podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gaming with Scissors podcast. I am your host, Nitro Weasel 3K, and I am more out of my mind than Jeff Hardy's teeth are out of his head. That was a wrestling joke and I opened with it. You're both welcome. Uh, with me, as always, is uh, Nick, a.k.a. Zero Ping. How are you, sir? Doing well. Doing well. That's what I like to hear. And uh, also, uh, I have Piper. How are you, sir? It's a, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. High fives all around. High yeah. fives all around. Uh, it, it's always a good day when uh, Call of Duty news is all over. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Call of Duty. Yeah. We can talk about that later. Call of Duty, my favorite game. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, hit the ground running here. Uh, Nick, what did you do this week in gaming, sir? Uh, I played a little bit of Skulls of the Shogun. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's a turn-based strategy uh, game. Uh, uses pixel art. It's done by, I believe, 17-bit games uh, as the developer. Forever Alone game. Actually, there is a multiplayer component, but I am going through the single player just to kind of get all the mechanics down and everything. Who's playing it with you? Uh, we'll find out. Forever sure. Alone game. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to play that with you. Oh, come on. Someone will. It's definitely not Sean or I. I will tell you that. It's a big internet. I will bet you Corey would play it. I can always guarantee you because he likes, he loves like anything that, anything that has to do with like maths. He's like, is there math to tell me how much I hurt that guy? I love that game. <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's like when we when we had him on uh, in episode three, three, four, yeah, it's three. three, it's three. Yeah, when uh, we had him in episode three, when he was on, he he was talking about how he really likes RPGs because he kind of likes things that are like statistic based, like RPGs and strategy games. And I'm like, whoa, dude, that's like that's a little hardcore for me. This one's pretty light on that, though. Yeah, but I can't even I can't even math my bank account. <laughs> I just know if it's positive or negative. That's all I know. I got money today. Yeah, I do. I got I got I got I got that coin. Time to go over here to this Warhammer shop and lose it all. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Sean Sean comes here to Ohio and goes, Hey, you should start playing Warhammer. And I'm like, nah, it's expensive. And then I buy like one kit and then I just start buying all kinds of things. It's not good. <laughs> so, and then none of them get painted because it's just like, look, I got this box. It's got Warhammer guys in it, and I don't, I don't have any friends here to play with. But that's fine. No, we went to that creepy guy's basement. He also had a store inside his house. You know, you could go play with them. Mm. I just went past that place yesterday when I went to the theater. Yeah, did you look at it? So you, yeah. you actually looked at it. Yeah, did you see it in daylight where it's literally just his house with a sign in front of it? I saw it in daylight, and then after the theater, I looked over there, and he still had his basement lights on. So he was either like 
cutting up his last customer or something. I no, that's that's where the shop is, dude. Like when you walk in the back door, you're in his living room or like his kitchen. No, but they had like a Darth Vader cutout blocking his kitchen. Yeah, so you couldn't go in there because Darth Vader was guarding the way. And then the other door was just open. And then there was just stairs in front of you that went down to like a, a cat pee basement that was just full of like thousands and thousands of dollars of merchandise for Warhammer. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. No, it really wasn't that bad. And they were, the, the one guy at least was pretty nice. The other guy wanted nothing to do with us. But the one guy Which one? The nice. one that tried to fight with me? Yeah. Well, okay. He was, a, he was a know-it-all. He was a neckbeard. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I know my Warhammer. You don't know anything about anything. <laughs> watch, watch me paint this miniature. Hey, man, neck, neck beards happen. Mm, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, but but I don't have to be there when they. I don't have to be there to experience them. That's really what that comes down to. I don't want to be there to experience that. <laughs> so uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, so you played Skulls of the Shogun. Is that like? Is it Japanese? It's a it's a Japanese type RPG, or is it what like? Uh, no. It, Okay, the characters speak uh, Japanese, or... So you don't understand it at all? Well, yeah. There's a lot of English. Uh, it brings up uh, comic bubbles uh, to tell you, like, kind of what's going on. And the artwork is very, um, like, like flash art, kind of pixel art a little bit. It's pretty good. It's, it's a clean game. Um, so far, I'm enjoying it. Is, is that on your Switch? What's that on? Uh, that is on PC. Oh my God. You're playing a PC game this week. Uh, yeah, actually all three of the games I played this week were PC. Oh my God. Is the switch dead to you already? (laughs) No, I just have a lot of games that I kind of want to cover, uh, possibly for the site. And I'm, I'm just looking for material. Side note. They, they totally biffed this launch too. It was their most successful launch. They still biffed it. They're like, Oh, uh, we can't make enough uh and then that was their excuse for canceling the uh the nes classic mini well we need to like put those resources out. really really okay cool <laughs> it's not, it can't be that hard to take some raspberry pies and jam them inside of a plastic case like how many you could have two guys doing that what are you talking about that's not that's totally not what they're doing they're no. totally not just doing something that the internet had figured out like five years ago and has been doing since forever they couldn't and then decapitalizing on it what no <laughs> Not Nintendo. They love Never. their fans or something. Which one? No, uh, I assume just the guys in the office that have a Mario figurine on their desk. They're like, oh yeah, we love uh, any, you. Yeah, anybody outside of there. I mean, he did work 16 hours and almost died at his desk because he worked so hard. But hey, you know, at least he's a really solid worker and a great fan. Truth. Puts all his money right back into the company. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh all right what, what else did you play sir uh also played a game called saturday morning rpg um i, I think it was originally released around the time like the, right after the ouya came out because i seem to recall <laughs> seeing it on that list but uh dude i wanted an ouya so bad and i'm glad i didn't buy one ever we bought one <laughs> we went out what we yeah we I owned one for approximately like three hours. So <laughs> it was, I was with Micah. Uh, I was, we, it was like uh, around BlizzCon. So we were watching the BlizzCon on his, uh, his house on his TV. And uh, so we were like, oh, let's go to Target. Cause you know, there's nothing going on on, on BlizzCon. So we went and I was looking around and I had some cash and I was like, oh, look, 
and oh yeah, that might be good, but it wasn't good. <laughs> so <laughs> I went ahead, I bought one. You played that one tower defense game that anybody gave a shit about, and then you never touched it again. Well, I, I played a bunch of the demos <laughs> because you know all the games had demos, or they were supposed to, and they didn't. But so all the games came with demos, so you can you try them out and stuff. So we played a couple of demos. Uh, it took forever to get it set up. It the controllers kept disconnecting. They were super like just jankety, and I was just like, "This is really bad." So we drove back to Target and returned it. And I bought like a couple of games for the 360 or whatever it was. So you bought a Switch? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Baba. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I bought a new yet for my cousin uh, for a birthday. Like as a joke. Like you were no. mad at him? <laughs> no, he he wanted one, and uh, we we've been talking about it. Well, if you were uh, really his friend, you would have told him he didn't need one. Well, we had a we actually had a really good time with Towerfall Ascension. That was before it came out on PS4 or PC. Uh, so we did have a good time with that. And there was that frog game. Did you get a chance to play that one, Piper? No, uh, I don't even remember what games I played. It's just Frogger. You can play that on Atari. No, it's uh, it's like this frog battle game. It's 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 really broke. It's it's like a so it's a Ouya game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's extremely fun though. So it's like a battle game where you have um, essentially these frogs, and they had uh, different outfits that you could unlock, like Vader helmets and Wolverine claws and stuff of that nature. Uh, but you just ran around in this 3D map. And you had literally had a button to make you go completely ragdoll, which was part of the strategy of not getting hit sometimes. Like, <laughs> like you'd be flying through the air because you got uh, shot into the air by a large fan, mm-hmm. and someone could take a shot at you. And like literally, like as soon as you land, like you could go ragdoll and just fall on the ground and dodge shots that way it was ridiculous the the controls were kind of weird and everything but man we had a blast just laughing our asses off playing that game so it's like a physics game or what yeah kind of like a physics game um yeah man i wish i could remember the name of it but uh awesome frog or something like that or oh shoot it sounds horrible Sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> Bad game, sir. Yeah, I have no interest in this game. It sounds like it sounds like a jankety Steam indie game. Like some guy made it like his dad's house because he went to one two-hour college class on how to make a game and then just quit because he thought he was too good for it. Oh, yeah. Also, is it Phil Fish's next game? <laughs> I don't know who made it, to be honest um, with sure. you. <laughs> was not Phil Fish. Man, how, um, many, how, many, how many non-friends do you think I've made from this podcast? Oh, yeah, all of them. Like every time I either got to mention Scientology or Phil Fish or, you know, some, I got to hate Nintendo. I, I'm scared to go to a convention now and, and wear <laughs> like a shirt that lets people know that I'm on this show because they're going to be like, God, that's a dick and hates everything. Your one fan's going to show up and they're going to have a love knife. That's right. Give me a love hug. (laughs) Get all stabby. Yeah. Amazing Frog. That's what it was actually called. That's an amazing name. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Very original. (laughs) It amazes me that you played that. (laughs) Dude, if it's on Steam, I'm I'm buying a four pack, and I'm gonna we're gonna have to stream it. It's ridiculous. 
<laughs> uh, do we have to? Oh yeah. Like, can I be? Oh, can I pay you money so we don't have to? Sean's <laughs> like, I veto that. We aren't doing that. He's the only one with a connection fast enough to stream anything. So basically, we would have to depend on him to actually stream it. <laughs> I'll buy four connections and have like one good connection. Do it. <laughs> I dares you. Yeah, the, we are thinking about doing a stream when the uh, new Diablo comes out, uh, or the new Diablo expansion, so that we can... Uh... Oh my goodness, son, it's so good! Is it is it out now? No. Are you still playing beta? No, the, they wiped the beta, so... Uh, but no, it's really... that That's my favorite character now. Like, I don't care. I don't care about anything else in that game. Like, it's so well done. I just I can't understand. Like this should have been in the original release of the game. Like, well, the- that was the only character I liked in two. Like that was my that well not the only character, but that was like my primary in two. Yeah, me too. But I mean, there was other. I mean, I liked a bunch of the classes, but still, yeah, it was definitely one of the one of the better ones. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Nick, does that wrap up what you played for the week? Or no, asshole played uh, FTL. Uh, you know, I've never played that. You would you'd hate it. You would hate it. Yeah, I don't think that it's quite a quite a mad game there. But I, I did. I don't like most things. So <laughs> you are probably you have a seventy five percent chance of getting it correct if you say I'm not going to like something. <laughs> um, there's three things on the planet Earth that Matt decided he liked, and FTL is not going to be one of those. I am a kind of enjoying it. It took me a little bit to kind of uh, figure out what was going on, uh, to be honest. But uh, now that I've, I've played it a little bit, it's it's pretty neat. It's a fun game. Like, what even is it? I don't even okay, know it is. FTL, Faster Than Light. It's like a ship simulator. Uh, you get like a 2D representation of the ship. Uh, you have limited resources. It's a bit of resource management as far as like where you can travel and um, like you can pick up different missions and you try to get resources from those missions. And I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but there's something that keeps moving into the galaxy, inevitable heat death of the galaxy or something. I don't know what it is, but uh, essentially you have to kind of keep moving in one direction to avoid it. So it keeps you moving forward. Uh, so you're not just kind of grinding or, or trying to farm things. Um, and it's permadeath. Like you die, that's it. So it makes me wish that I could experience permadeath just hearing about this game. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, that sounds like a nightmare for me. That sounds like nothing I want anything to do with. It's not a bad game. I mean... It's not bad. And, and it's got touch controls. Uh which is kind of nice because I've been playing these games on my laptop um, and it's nice having the touch controls. Yeah. And I know, I know that uh, that came out on iPad as well, right? You could play that on iPad or or one of the tablets. I think so. I believe so. Yeah. I feel like I see that game come up a lot when you're looking for like, you know, best mobile games Um, that comes up a lot. Cause that's another thing I don't like is mobile games. I just can't get into them. And I think we've talked about that before, but Mm -hmm. um, having a game that is not, by nature, a mobile game just ha- that has touch controls that kind of does intrigue me a little bit, and I might be more willing to play it if I could play it mobily. But I tell you right now, just hearing like space simulator where you go on missions to collect resources, I want to fall asleep. <laughs> I like I, I does not have the smart for that. So it's not like one of those like simulators. It's more like uh, 
it's really slow paced because like it gives you all these text prompts and you have to make decisions based on like what happens i don't know it's Is one of the decisions not to play the game no unfortunately <laughs> not <laughs> i guess guess what i just made that decision in real life <laughs> it, um, it's always a decision that's right that's right Okay, well, uh, before we get to Sean and I, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. So hang on. All right, cool. We are back. Uh, Sean, what did you play this week? Uh, What didn't I play this week? (laughs) I I played very little. Um, uh, With all... (laughs) Let's skip over that. Um, So this week, uh, I've been playing two games mainly um one of them is a game called renowned explorers international society uh and it's a game it's been out for a little while uh but the reason i decided to finally play it was uh there was an expansion that came out for it called uh more to explore so it kind of expanded the game out uh it's a weird kind of quirky indie game where you have to put together a team of explorers and you have a map. So the map kind of looks, it's like an Island or whatever. And it looks to me more like it's like a, like a tabletop game. So very board gaming, you right click and you move your party to different like hot spots on this map. And then things happen when you get to these places, like you'll meet a guy and you'll have to talk to him. And then based on each of your character's traits, like some guy might be really good at like convincing people to do things. And one person might be good at like stealing stuff. Uh, so you basically get to choose kind of how you interact with these people. Like, uh, Oh, I'm going to go and talk to this old man in a field and he's hungry. Uh, I can choose to either give him some bread and lose one of my resources, or I can kill him or I can try to steal something from him. Isn't it, uh, isn't graphically, doesn't it kind of have like a door of the Explorer look with like kind of muted tones? Like, isn't it kind of <laughs> like, like, say it's like door of the Explorer. Well, yeah. But isn't it like, it's kind of like a uh, comic a little bit almost. Yeah. A little bit. It reminds me of some kind of a, a cartoon that would be on PBS. It, it yeah. really does, but it's, it's the art style is really good. Audio is really good. And it's an entertaining game, but it's just not real deep. And I kind of was disappointed by that. All right. uh, that's that's kind of bummer because it does. I I think that you and I had talked about this before, and I had I had looked at the uh, trailer on Steam, mm-hmm. and I actually was kind of interested because like I, I do like uh, exploring. Like action games are kind of my favorite, or action adventure games are my favorite. But I do if if you're just like, hey, explore this. Mm-hmm. Like I I am kind of into that. Yeah. So I actually was thinking about playing it, but it's kind of a bummer if it's not that deep. Like that's not. Well, it's just some of the mechanics are really weird. The thing that I I like everything about the game except for the fighting. Because you'll you'll come across like uh, you know groups of like you know native people, or you'll come across some pirates or something like that, and you have to fight them. And that's real like tactics. So like Final Fantasy tactics, where you gotta position your people and and choose your attacks and stuff. But it's just I don't know. I don't really care for that part of it. But everything else about the game is good. It's just unfortunate that that's kind of a big part of the game. Yeah. See, I'm not that into that either. I, like I remember when Final Fantasy Tactics came out, and I played it for the first time. I was like, this is it. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like the turn-based RPGs. The only one I really like, I really like the the Tenchi Moyo one that came out for Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, because I really like Tenchi Moyo. That's actually, I think that's the only SNES game I own CIB. Really? Yeah, yeah, because I like it that much. Like it's it's really good. Like it's all in Japanese. They never released it in English, but 
uh, if you uh, if you were to like Google that, you could probably find a way to play it in English. I'm sure that there, you can download an English thing. Yeah, yeah, you could borrow one. I mean, of course, you own it first before you do that. Never, right? Never. Yeah. yeah, you would never just go online and find something for free that Nintendo could charge you five dollars for. You wouldn't do that. Our our listeners certainly wouldn't do that. Never, never. Um, so yeah, I assume I assume you also played some uh, Dawn of War two, right? Three. Three. <laughs> you were playing Dawn of War two. I played Dawn of War three. I was playing one. Oh, actually. oh, was it one you were playing? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, that's that's I was it looks really cool. I just I don't know if I can commit to more Dawn of War. You know, it's a different game. It is a very different game than one and two, but you know, I, I kind of like it. Uh the the campaign is really shallow. That game is all about multiplayer. So if you like playing against people, if you like competitive games, it's worth it. It totally is. And I, I don't know, like so all of like the you know websites and stuff are giving it pretty good reviews. User reviews are kind of like in the sixty percent on Steam, I think is what it is still. And uh, so I mean, I totally get where people are coming from. The fact that you know, oh, they're angry that it's not like Dawn of War one or Dawn of War two. But you know, I don't always hate that. Sometimes I want something that's different, even if it shares the same lineage uh you know it's okay if it's different and that's the case here is it's 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 a lot different game and there's some mechanics to it that are really cool but i mean it, it is it's if you want something that's like the first dawn of war game or the second one even this game's not for you uh if you want a really good online you know competition then it's it's definitely a good game so it's uh, like if you want to fill that uh, starcraft or warcraft hole yeah i mean it's 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 not a to me it's not like starcraft though it's its own thing it has some neat mechanics to it it's like way too much to, like we could have a whole show just talking about this game so i'll just say it, i like it i think it's worth it but don't go in with the expectations that it's going to be another like the first donald war game it's not i actually prefer one to two uh, Most the story the story mode the story mode uh, the multiplayer, uh, I didn't play one multiplayer ever, and I don't even know if, if you still can. Uh, I didn't try. I think you do like local. Okay, yeah. So, uh, But the second one, you and I did play online, mm-hmm. and I was way overwhelmed. <laughs> okay, then this is going to be a lot for you then. Well, I didn't play enough of one to uh-huh. understand, like, you know, you got to capture the, uh, like the PowerPoints or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and then, like, expand out that way instead of just building everything in your base, and I didn't understand that. Yeah. So having that base understanding, if I went back and played two, I think I would enjoy it more. Yeah. But uh, the I've been playing the campaign for one, and it works a lot like the multiplayer. It's literally just like here's an extended tutorial with cutscenes in it for the multiplayer. Uh, that's really all it is in one. So it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah. So uh, you play some Dawn of War three. Uh, anything else? Uh, yeah. There is another game that I played. It is called Sniper Ghost Warrior three, uh, and this. It just recently came out. Uh, April 24th is when it came out. And this, I'm not big into like realistic war shooty pew pew games like, you know, Call of Duty and, and Battlefield and all those things. Like, if I'm going to play a shooting game, you know, we play a lot of Overwatch. That's the kind of shooting games I like more like, like arcadey, you know, own comical kind of stuff. So 
this was like I haven't played a game like this in, in quite a while. Like I own Battlefield One, and I don't even know that I've ever like put the disc into my my PlayStation Four, but <laughs> yeah, which is horrible to admit. But so this game, it's it's kind of like uh, what's the sniper game that you like? Oh, sniper um, yes, yeah, Sniper Elite. Yeah. So it's kind of like if you were to take Sniper Elite, and it had a baby with like Far Cry Four. That is the game you get. That sounds kind of awesome to me. You know, it's really, it, it's a good game so far. The one complaint I have about it is the loading times are horrible. And I don't know if it's my computer or if the game just takes four minutes to load no matter what computer you're on. But the first time you fire it up, you're going to start your mission. Oh my gosh, I could start playing another game and get like, <laughs> I could get into playing another game. And I'm like, oh yeah, it loaded finally. So I can go back and. Does it use the Crytek engine? It does use Crytek engine. Yeah, that's why. It, on the initial load, it loads all, all the game logic and assets and stuff. Oh Seems like a gosh. lot of, yeah, a lot of the Crytek games do that. Well, I've played a few. I mean, but this is the worst one. I don't know if it's not optimized or what, but they just put a patch out today. So maybe, maybe that fixed some of the load times. But other than that, um, occasionally sometimes when you're switching from the scope on your sniper rifle like to just to to drop in the weapon sometimes it'll like freeze for a second and then really quickly drop it so and again that could be my my machine i'm playing it on because uh you know i need a new video card on my on my desktop that i normally use so it, it could be just that but other than that I mean, game looks really pretty controls are fun games a lot of fun there's like crafting and stuff so if you like that kind of stuff this is a really good game that's really cool. And I think you and I kind of talked a little bit about it uh, being that like Far Cry style, like Sniper Elite is very open world, but it's very, very, very heavily focused on it wants you to snipe. It wants you to be really um, clever. It wants you to walk around, find good places to snipe from, be really sneaky when you're doing it, set up, you know, set a bomb up in a truck and then climb to the other side of the building and then set the bomb off to get people to run to it and then snipe them all off. And it's it very much wants you to be a sniper you have a machine gun and you have a handgun and you have the option to get grenades and mines, but it really, you get mowed down pretty quick. If you try to one V one, a guy with a machine gun. So that's the nice thing about this is you, you can pick up all different kinds of weapons and it allows for more, I guess, robust play style. Like, cause you have different uh, like tracks that you can go down. So you put like talent points in either like warrior or ghost or sniper. I don't remember what they're actually, that might be what they're called. But so basically you have, if you want to just be like a soldier, you can put points there. If you want to be a sniper or if you want to go around like, like ninja stabbing people in the back of the neck, you could do that too. So it, it is, it's a flexible game. I like it. It lets you, uh, you know, lets you do a lot of stuff. Let's you do you. Yeah, man. I'll just do me. Yeah. That's Dude. sweet. I would just wander around stabbing folks. That sounds fun. I'm not good at stuff like that. I, I like the sniping. I, I actually want to play the whole game with a compound bow. That's like, awesome. When I play do Far that? Cry, is that an option? Yeah, there's an option. You can oh, get combat though. And uh, but yeah, dude, that's me in any like any of the the Far Cry games. I always I pick up the best bow I can and I play with that the whole time. It's way more fun to me. I just want a game with bows. That's why I like the Horizon Zero Dawn because it's just bows. Yeah, that's sweet. That's yeah. sweet. Um, what else did you play? Anything else? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's all. Um, as for me, uh, I have been leaning hard into Hots. Just here's the storm. Uh, I know, Sean, you played a couple rounds of that with me. Um, oh, yeah, we did play some. 
Yeah, I've been leaning heavy into that because season two is out now, or 2.0 rather is out. Yeah, 2.0. And it's so much better. That game is so much better at 2.0. They unbroke it. Yes. Oh, my God. You, there's loot crates in it now and way, way better, like, currency systems and all that stuff. So much better. Which It's kind of weird, though, that they there's three currencies in the game now, and that makes it easier. It's, yeah. it's like it's like before you you had you had real money and you had your gold to worry about, but now there's like shards and diamonds and gold and you can use diamonds and gold to buy some things and shards you can buy hats and all this random stuff. But it's really good. Like I I, I totally dig it. Uh, they I got burned out playing Heroes and I convinced myself I'm bad at this game. I'm not good at it. I just need to stop. I'm, that's you know I suck at League of Legends. So I picked up Heroes and it was in like beta and I was like, yeah, I like this game. This is fun. And then finally, once it rolled out and went live, I was like, oh god, I suck at this. And I got really like frustrated because if you didn't, uh, to me, it seemed like if you didn't invest a lot of time in the game, you weren't going to get good. And now with 2.0, dude, I feel like I could just pick it up, play it, and I have a good time. Even if I do still suck at it, I, I can at least, make, at least make progression and unlock some stuff. I mean, that's how I'm with Overwatch. I'm not good at Overwatch, but, you know, I play it all the time, and I get unlocked stuff. So that's, yeah, gambling. Yeah, well, not only that, but <laughs> um, the the rewards that you're getting from these loot boxes are way better because we, we played for a, a while before 2 came out. But uh, we didn't really unlock that much because shit was so expensive. Well, and if you wanted any skins, you had to pay real money for them. Yeah, but now you can get skins from boxes or you can get skins with other in-game currency or you can just you know throw real money at it. So that's kind of neat because now you're getting the loot boxes with four items in it and you're getting skins. I, I'm, I'm like stacking my characters with skins right now. It's so nice because I didn't have a lot of unlocks and now it's just like plop, 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 plop. Every time I get an unlock, I'm excited about it again. Which is really cool. It makes me want to keep playing the game. They're yeah. definitely overwatching it. No, for sure. I think they're. I think they're going to start shifting towards one giant system that they just use for everything. Like it'll just be called, you know, the Blizzard looting system or something, mm-hmm. um, where it'll just every game will pretty much have the same uh, loot system. I could see them. That would. That would. I mean, it kind of works for uh, Hearthstone. I mean, it, it really would because you you get the packs already. And it's very similar. But well, with Hearthstone, like the the frequency in which you unlock packs is like so slow. Mm-hmm. Well, they want you to pay. Oh, that, I, that's, yeah, that's that's their model for that. Which I would be I would be happy if all their games went to like the the whole like loot crate system because I enjoy that. I mean, I feel like I'm accomplishing something, which I'm I'm really not, but I feel like it. Right, but I feel good about myself, and that's what's important. That's right. So, um, but yes, I, I was leaning heavy into hots and then, uh, I, I actually started my Pi zero game boy. Finally. Yeah. I, uh, I started modding the game boy case to fit and fun fact, I'm recording the whole thing. So once I get uh, a good chunk of steps done, I'll probably put out a few videos that you can find on nerdlifetx.com or on our YouTube channel. And, uh, you can watch me put that thing together. It's, it, it's, it's a little difficult because I'm not very, I don't have a very steady hand when I'm using a Dremel and I have a kind of a cheap Dremel. So it is a little cumbersome, but I think that I'm going to be okay. Uh, I also made the mistake of working on it in my basement instead of out in my garage. Cause it's Ohio. I, we live in Ohio and it's super rainy and it's like 40 degrees out right now. And it's rainy. Uh, and it has been for probably what would you say? Like, like two weeks. Yeah. A couple of weeks. Yeah. So it's not like I can go out on my back porch and do this. Uh, so I was doing it in my basement, 
well, I'm, I'm using a Dremel tool uh, to cut plastic at you know, it's just a high speed <laughs> spinning disc. Does anybody see the problem there at all? Oh, there's no poison in that or anything, right? Right. What happens when plastic heats up? Hooray. Yeah. So I just had noxious plastic fumes in here and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this outside. So that's kind of where I stopped on the first video. I was like, I cut out the, uh, the battery area and uh, I actually messed up immediately because I left the, uh, I left the, uh, the metal inlets for where you put the battery in, in the case. <laughs> and oh, I hit one of them with the Dremel and sparks flew everywhere. And I was like, ah, like, <laughs> like I didn't take the stupid thing out. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty fun. That's, I've been working on that today. Uh, so as soon as I get those up, make sure you watch nerdlifetx.com if you're interested to see my progression on that. And because I'm a total noob, it'll give you like a good baseline if you're like, oh, I'm thinking about taking this on, but I'm, I've never done a, a Raspberry Pi project before. I've never done a Raspberry Pi project before, ever. And this is my first one. So I'm hearing that it's not too bad. I'm using uh, a lot of the tutorials that you can find on Pseudomod actually. So I'm going to try to compile uh, everything that I, I put into this in one big sheet to kind of make a master list so you can see exactly what I bought, follow along with exactly how I did it, and hopefully end up with the same result. Hopefully the result is something that works, which would be great. But if it's not, at least you'll know what not to do, I guess. It's so, just going to be a hunk of plastic is all you're going to get. Yeah, it's going to be melted plastic. and I'll just, <laughs> It'll just be me full of sadness and sad, broken dreams. It's all right. That'd be awesome. You know, make America great again, guys. Make yep. it make it great with sadness. America's <laughs> great sadness. Uh, so yeah, other than that, I played some Dawn of War one as we discussed, and I got pretty into it. It was a lot of fun. I enjoy the first one. The graphically, it kind of sucks trying to play it now because you can get a lot of packs to make it HD, but really, it's not really HD. <laughs> yeah, it still kind of looks like garbage. Um, and I kind of have to play in windowed mode because my display now it is unfathomable for a game that came out in whatever year that came out in. Well, it was like, was <laughs> it not the late nineties? I want to say late nineties, but I don't know. Uh, this is stuff that we probably should have done beforehand, but I can find out for you. Mm. Uh, Dawn of War one. When did it come out? Boop, 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 boop. It never came out. It's actually a ghost. Dawn of the War came two thousand six. There you go. So it came out in 2006. It feels like it came out a lot longer than that. Yeah, it does. But I mean, video game time, that is a long time. That's true. Years is forever in video game time. So, uh, but yeah, so it, it still holds up. It's still fun to play. It's just, you have to get past the clunkiness of it. And some of the videos are kind of, they're, they're really strange. <laughs> they're very laughable. <laughs> well, you know, they just, they, they made this model and the model's mouth opens, which is cool. Cause I remember being amazed by that when I was a kid, the first time I saw somebody's mouth move when they were talking, but it's just like, they just made the model go, mar, 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 <laughs> like just mouth. And then they just put words in over top of it. It doesn't line up. It's kind of strange. So, but I've been playing that and I've been playing a lot of uh, player unknown battlegrounds. Finally got my brother playing that. And, oh god! Uh, yeah. Oh god, man. Oh my god. <laughs> just, I can't handle. I'm good except for the intro where you're on the island with everybody and they're just yelling the most hateful racist shit that you've ever heard. And I just, I, I just, I have to always mute when I'm like in the town. Once I'm playing the game, I'm good. But uh, you know, it is, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting social experiment to let a bunch of people say whatever they want. Yes, have no rules in a game like that. Because a lot of games have those built in. Uh, you know, you can block this guy for saying something, you know, something ignorant, or you can report people. There is none of that in this. So it's the Wild West. 
yeah, you just got cheaters. It's it's literally it's this is the four chan community just giving mics. So that's cool. Always. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all right. Well, that wraps up what we did this week in gaming. So we're gonna take another quick break and then we are gonna get into our topics. So hang on. All right, we are back, and uh, there was some E3 uh, conversation happening amongst us and and buzzing online. So uh, when I put out the call for ideas this week for topics, Nick said, why don't we talk about E3? So Nick, why don't you start us off? All right. Well, E3 uh, 2017 is coming up. Uh, Is it going to phone home? Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I heard that mistake, son. Internet, everybody heard him mess up. All right, let's try that one again. No going back. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. Oh, I'm referencing it, so it has to stay in. <laughs> what game announcements uh, would you guys like to hear from the three major console manufacturers? Let's start with Sony. What are you, what are you thinking, Matt? Come on. Me? Someone come up. Yeah, let's start with you. Okay, so from Sony, see, I I don't keep up on a lot of this stuff. I I, w- I would like to see a uh, an actual second game to uh, Until Dawn, if I'm being honest, because the second game that came out was a VR experience, and that's garbage to me. I I want to see another game that was like the first uh, Until Dawn, and uh, I did take a peek at some of the stuff that is coming out. And I don't think that I'm going to get my wish. However, <laughs> uh, one thing that is coming out, there was a couple of uh, kind of horror type games coming out. First of all, Call of Cthulhu uh, is going to come out. And if it's just a remake of the one that was on the uh, Xbox, I am going to to kick a baby. <laughs> I swear. I, I played that game for a review that nobody will ever see because I put I, I put a ton of work into it and hours and hours and days and days of filming and I did like location shots and stuff and the video sucked. So I never published it. Um, but I played uh, the Xbox version of that game and I was so frustrated by it. I didn't even beat it. I was close to beating it and I got so pissed at one point that I stopped playing it. Like I literally was gonna like I threw the disc. I was so mad. Uh, so I hope that that's not that. Uh, and I did see that the Evil Within Two is on its is a, a possibility. It's possible that that's on its way, and that would be cool because I liked that game. It was a throwback to old school Resident Evil. But now we have a good Resident Evil, so I don't know how that's gonna stack up. Uh, if you go back to like this tanky control style Resident Evil action adventure game compared to Resident Evil Seven. So, but th- those are a couple of things that I would like to see, you know, more horror stuff more than anything, just cause I'm a horror hound. I like all that crap. So <laughs> all that crap. <laughs> well, what about you, Sean? Um, anything Sony's coming up with or that you'd like to see him come up with? Honestly. So I, I really don't care about VR. I really don't, but I think that I would really like to see, sony drop the price on all their like their vr package because i want to try it really bad but i'm no i'm not willing to drop that much money just to play some something that i will maybe play like two or three times 
unless, unless it's really good. I mean, who knows? I, I might be like, oh, I love this, and then I'll I'll play it all the time. But I don't know because I'm not willing to drop the money on it because it's like well, like seven or eight hundred dollars to get everything you need to play it on the PS4, right? Something like that. It's something crazy. It's not cheap, yeah. And then you got to buy the the sticks separate. The you know whatever those knickknack sticks or whatever the sweet things were from the nineties where you used to impress your friends. The move, yeah. yeah. And you need like the camera too, right? Yeah, you get a bunch of crap, and then you got to get enough cabling to go from your sofa to your. Th- I don't know. It. I, I'm with you on it. I would love, 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 love to see that come down in price because I. That's the only VR that I'm interested in at all. Really? I'm not interested in Oculus or anything else. Like I've always liked Sony. I've always liked the, my PlayStation. I liked my PS one. Uh, I liked my PS two, uh, PS three. I kind of dropped off a bit. I would kind of switch over to 360. but I'm PS four. I love my PS four. Uh, so it would be cool to have a, a VR headset like that because again, you know that I am one of those people that likes the, um, I like to have common ground when it comes to shit like that. I just think development is easier when you know exactly what you're developing for. And uh, even though there is like the PS4 Pro, uh, it's not as complex as having to buy a super expensive PC like you need for the Oculus. Yeah. I I prefer that. I did just, I was perusing a list, by the way, and I'm going to interject. Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, I I will literally cut an arm off to play that game right now. Just, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> the Last of Us is my favorite game of all time, all time, hands down. It it toppled my previous favorite game of all time, and I the the Last of Us series is near and dear to my heart, and I love everything about it. It's it's I don't care. I know it's kind of getting cool now to be like it wasn't that good. I don't care. It was good. It was amazing, and you can suck it. I don't care. Favorite game, <laughs> ten out of ten. If you haven't played it yet, go play it. Go buy a copy. Pause this. Buy a copy and then come right back. Quickly, quickly. Yeah, even if you don't have if you don't have a PS4, just buy, buy that PS4. too. Yeah, buy that too. I bought four copies and uh, I've given three of them away. I've done my part. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I bought. I've I've actually purchased two copies because I I had the uh, I I actually pre-ordered that that was that was something I actually pre-ordered uh, from Amazon. It was my first pre-order from Amazon. It was a good experience. And then uh, I bought the uh, remastered edition on PS4, the complete. Oh okay, so yeah. The only thing, the only other thing I could really care about Sony showing is I'm kind of excited for uh, God of War. You know what? I'm with you on that one. It looks so good. Yeah, it does. I want to play some some Viking smash murder guys. It looks it looks great. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I think that would actually have to be my answer um, I, for Sony. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Also looking forward to uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Left 4 Dead 2? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, Last of Us 2. There you go. I was going to say, hey! Left 4 Dead 2 is, is way out, sir. If they're putting that out, uh, something went horribly awry at E3. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's a misprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely that. Uh, well, Matt, Microsoft, any interest at all? I know you don't actually have an Xbox One, but yeah, because I have a real console. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would love. Here's what I would love for Microsoft. I would love for Microsoft to not show me anything at E3 and fix their jankety broken ass Windows 10 so that it works right and isn't going to disable me from playing my Steam games during the next update. Could they focus on that? That'd be cool. Is that an answer? 
That is a perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, I, Microsoft can suck it at E3 and go figure out how they're not going to fuck me on my PC that I already own and paid for, uh, you know, later this year. That'd be cool. He's talking about Windows 10, for those that don't know. Uh, Windows 10 S. Which you're going to get, if you if you opted for the free Windows 10 upgrade, you're going get, to get this garbage. And it prevents you from executing anything that isn't a Microsoft product or that you didn't purchase in the Microsoft store unless you give them $50. So they're going to hold you for ransom. Yep. What? I didn't hear about this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. So, hey, Microsoft, if you're listening, seriously, I, what, I, what I need you to do is I need you to go over to Ubi's offices, look at exactly what they're doing and go, oh, no, we shouldn't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> that's what I'm going to need you to do because that's what you're doing. You're for-honoring my freaking already-owned computer. computer. Like, that's trash. And I, 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 I paid for Windows 8.1. Uh, I, I should be allowed to... If you're going to give me a free upgrade, give me a free upgrade. If you're not, then don't. Don't hold my shit for ransom because I already paid you. True. Freaking garbage boxes. Agreed. Tops for fire. You're 2016, the company. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should just play everything on like a Linux box. I would love to. Hey, so if anybody wants to actually develop things for Linux, that would be awesome. There's, there's some people that are porting over. Fun fact, the three games that I played were on my Linux box. Yeah, I know, but it's you're, you're <laughs> still limited. It's not like I, can go, I can't go play just anything I want on there. It's still limited. It's still a limited amount of games. And then a lot of the, the add-ons and shit that you want, to, you know, if you want to stream, if you want to do this, that, or the other, you're still pretty limited on your options. Once it, yeah. it, if they were more equal, trust me, I already use Linux on my daily driver PC. I don't, I don't use windows if i can avoid it but um yeah i not for my gaming not for my gaming if if it was an option you better believe me i would do it like if 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 i could play my my complete steam library on linux and also watch wwe network i would never use windows again (laughs) yeah a lot of that is uh actual business decisions that were made as opposed to um technical limitations but that's probably for another time Sean, Microsoft? You know what? I would like for at E3 Microsoft to announce that they're going to fix my Xbox One because it's been broken since I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) They just need to to be like, there's a a message directly to me. They're like, hey, here's the phone number. Give us a call. But uh, uh, so I've I've, I've been very disconnected from Microsoft since I I haven't been able to play any games. Um, I really don't know. I have, I have nothing. I literally don't have anything that I could say like, hey, I wish Microsoft was doing this. You got a PS4 that works though. They got a new Fable card game coming out. I'm not excited for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's that. Microsoft's going to show a bunch of stuff I don't care about. And I'll be like, okay, which makes me super sad because for so long, I was a diehard, just like, I love everything Microsoft. It Like gaming wise, not my horrible computer, but like gaming wise, like they were putting out some really good stuff. I love, you know, I love the Xbox 360. I didn't buy a PS3 until like way, way, like until like probably it was like two weeks before the PS4 came out. I bought a PS3 because I found one on like Craigslist for like a hundred bucks and it came with like 20 games. Yeah, so I like, yeah, I'll buy that. Almost did the exact same thing. That was the only generation that I went hardcore Microsoft. Oh yeah. Once I I should say got off of the uh, the the uh, PlayStation bandwagon was that only that was the only generation. I still prefer my PS4 to my PC, but 
almost everything we play together is on PC. So, yeah, I mean, I don't. I wish there was something else that I was excited about. Uh, Gigantic kind of looks cool. I mean, that that might be fun, but I really don't know it's because I just I haven't been keeping up with anything that that Microsoft has been doing. So I failed this test. No, no, no. You did fine. Uh, you said you didn't have anything. Unfortunately, it looks like Microsoft's in the same boat as far as games go. Uh, oh, wait, Voodoo Vince. <laughs> Dude, Voodoo Vince is amazing. I love Voodoo Vince. Yeah, there's some rumors about that they're working on a, on a remaster for it. it. It is a good game. If they actually do show something for it, that would be really cool. Like, that would be something I'd be excited about, and it might kind of, like, revitalize me. But I would like everything to see else is uh, Grabbed by the Ghoulies also. A new version of Grab by the Ghoulies <laughs> would be freaking amazing. I would I would love that. Uh, also, State of Decay 2. Microsoft Studios is putting that out, but it's going to be on PC also, so I, I wouldn't really count that because I'll play that on PC. Well, they are releasing another Xbox original uh, game on the Xbox One, the Phantom Dust, but apparently, from what I read, they lost the original source code for it. So, <laughs> so essentially what they're doing, they're emulating it, uh, using the Xbox One backwards compatibility engine and just upscaling it to 1080p. Good wow. God almighty. No. Holy crap. It's still stuck at 30 frames per second, though, because it had a fixed frame rate in the actual game. And since they can't change the code, you have what you have. Sweet. Yeah. And... Uh, they are also going to be announcing uh, the Scorpio official. Ugh. Yeah. I don't want to buy another console because, well, I kind of do because my one is broken. So I might. Maybe I'll buy a Scorpio because their first one was. Maybe crap. maybe you should just take your other one to the store and see how much they'll give you for it. Hey, scumbags, since this is broke as shit, why don't you give me this new one for five bucks? It's $150 to fix it. Yeah, that's that's stupid. I Ooh. That's the one thing that I really hate, like you remember the red ring of death crap and they yeah. were charging people oh, for yeah. that. Dude. Oh God. I hate it. No, mine is just a noisy disc drive. So my technically my Xbox one works, but not works in the sense that it should work. It works in the sense that it will play games, but it's really slow to load them like from disc and it's noisier than anything. If for about 30 minutes, it'll spin up and it kind of sounds like a weed eater. And then eventually it stops spinning and it, I can play my games normal, but it's just, it's loud and, and obnoxious and it's not worth $150, but it's also not worth me hooking it up to play games. You can get a $36 replacement drive on eBay, but, and then void your warranty. Yeah, that'll be cool. Oh, no, I have no, I'm past warranty. The problem with that is, yes, you can get the disk drive, but you also have to get a uh, PCB to go with that disk drive. Ah. And that, that, that board is what costs the money. Gotcha. It's like $75, and it has to be programmed to that disk drive. That's trash. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you have to, you have to order them together. So another company that can burn out a fire, nobody would care. You know what? Ugh. Microsoft is just, I don't know, they, this this console generation, they've been just kind of, they fell off the bandwagon. And apparently uh, OS generation too, nerds. Well, see, I didn't know about that. And I'm, I'm, I'm fine with my normal Windows 10, but now you just ruined my night. Yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm going to throw a brick through a window. All right, Nick, what are you, what are you excited for? Uh, from Microsoft, honestly, I haven't really seen much. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how much they're charging for Scorpio. A thousand dollars. 
I think it's good. I think it's gonna be like four ninety nine to be honest. Uh, but I, I have zero interest in actually purchasing it myself. Uh, I, I don't touch my Xbox One very often. We kind of just use it as a media streaming box at this point. Uh, and a blue and a Blu-ray player. You know, you could buy a Roku player like way cheaper, right? Well, that's the thing. We have like two Apple TVs and a. Uh, Amazon Fire Stick and everything else. It you don't need all that, <laughs> dude. The new Fire Stick is good. The newest one's good. The one with the voice commands, I like it. That's the one we have. All right. Well, that only leaves like one major console manufacturer. So should we just hand this directly to Nick? <laughs> now we already know where you stand. <laughs> Nintendo can suck it. I have nothing. I don't care. No, no matter what they put out, I I would. I was surprised that the 2DS XL just came out. Uh, that surprised me. Yeah, but, me too. But uh, beyond that, I, the only thing I can think is that maybe they will kill it off. Depending on how <laughs> the sales numbers look, they might come and just say, hey, we're only doing the Switch from now on. Like, I could see that happening. You know, I, I don't think so, because they were very adamant about the fact that they were going to run the two consoles parallel. They were really adamant that the DS was a third pillar in their business model and it wasn't going to kill the Game Boy Advance also. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I I have I have some hopes that they'll keep it up because I like I like my 3DS. I love it. I think there's a place for it. I think the fact that they built the 2DS it, it kind of shows that the the DS itself or the 3DS 2DS that platform's not dead Mm-mm. um they went from that open screen model to a clamshell model which actually protects the screen there had to be some demand for that for them to want to actually release it right yeah you'd think so so there's that but they had to kill their classic because they needed to focus on building all those switches oh wait, just kidding we were working on the 2ds xl that nobody asked for Bye. There might have been somebody's mom was like, "I wish that this was bigger for little Timmy's hands." I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could fold this and put it in my purse. No, no. Who cares? Get a three DS. Get a three DS XL. They're cheap now. Just get one of those. No, they don't. You can't have three D for little kids. It makes their eyes catch on fire. Like fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> their brains turn to bubble gum. That's what happens. <laughs> Can we make three D also make Nintendo's eyeballs catch on fire? I would love that. That would be great. <laughs> Nintendo, play a whole bunch of 3D. All of you. Reggie, Reggie, play all 3D games. Just just 3D. Yeah. That's it. And and make make sure, hey, bring that the next time you come to the Jimmy Fallon show too. Burn his eyes from the inside. Ooh, just, just play, oh, come on. Ugh. Ugh. Whatever. So, Sean, well, is there anything you'd like to see uh, Nintendo announce? So, I was reading that there's a rumored Tamagotchi game coming out. No. So if there if that is a thing, then you can count me in. I will run out and I will buy a switch right now. Oh wait, no, no, I won't. I won't do that <laughs> at all ever. Uh, actually, actually, that's funny because I was at <laughs> Toys R Us the other day, and this guy walked over. He was like, "Hey, what's going on, man?" And he worked here, so this is the man that works there. I was gonna say, like, you just some stranger danger <laughs> just comes up to you. He's like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" You're like, uh, "I need an adult. Like, don't touch me." You're just hitting the employee call button really quickly to make sure that somebody comes over to witness whatever he's about to do to you. 
<laughs> it's just some rando stranger. He's uh he's like sitting there. He's like, hey man, uh, guess what? I I, I saw some Nintenders over there, and and but the guy was asking. He's like, hey, you, you come to buy a Switch? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and I just walked away. He was like, we have some, and I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> But there you go. That's it. I have nothing about Nintendo. Uh, maybe they, if they showed some more stuff about Super Mario Odyssey, I might be kind of interested in that, but in that, nothing. I'm sure we'll see something about that. I think that's one of their bigger titles that they're going to be kind of harping on all year. All right. What about you? What do you want to see? You're the only one of us that, that you're the only uh, Nintendo fanboy with an I, B-O-I. You're the Nintendo fan boy in this club. Oof. Um, (laughs) I think, to be honest, I I would really like to see Metroid Prime. I'd like to see another Prime title. Has there even been any talk about a new Prime? There was one hint towards one. Uh, It was like a tweet that someone from Retro Studios released. Uh, They took a picture. They could just totally be trolling people, but someone was asking about, uh, hey, are you guys uh, working on a new Metroid title? And he's like, oh, we're working on a new title. I think you're going to like it. And took a picture of Prime Rip. Mm. That was legit it. But yes, I would love for that to happen. Uh, Retro did the last uh, uh, Mario Kart. Uh, I know that they were working on that, but uh, now that that's over... They did did 8 or Deluxe? uh, They did 8. Okay. I don't know if they were involved with Deluxe or not, to be honest with you. But I do know they did They did 8. So, okay. I, I don't know. I'd, lo- I'd love to see Prime. I, I really enjoyed those games quite a bit. Um, I like the atmosphere. I, I like the... I like pretty much everything about it. It's it's a pretty fun game. It's a good Forever Alone game. So. No, see, I accept that as being a fun game. And I wouldn't really... Yeah, it's not really a Forever Alone game. <laughs> it's... It's a fun game. I've, so got, it's I've just, got no dog in that fight at all. I was never a big Metroid guy. You know, I can't say that I've ever uh, played much of any of the Metroid games. I've watched people play them, and they look really cool. And I play lots of lots of Metroidvania games that kind of share the same, you know, in, in the same vein. Mm-hmm. So I could see that they're fun, but I've I think the only Metroid game. Well, no, I I have Metroid. Oh, I don't know which ones. I have I have a couple of them. I but I don't know that I've ever played them. I played the one for Game Boy, <laughs> like Metroid Two. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're Metroid Metroid Two. Yeah, Metroid like, Two. I have that. Yeah, so I played that. My grandpa bought it for me because we were going on a trip, and and he bought it for me. But uh, and then I have a co- the the some of the ones that were on GameCube. I guess it was Prime. Yeah, those are the Prime games. Prime and Echoes. I think those are still kind of expensive to buy. Like they're still, uh, I think they're still like, like 20 bucks or something, aren't they? No, they're not that high. But, but they're, I mean, the trilogy which came out on the Wii that that went up to about 80 bucks for a while. Oh, um, god, I have a copy of that. That's a good one. Geez, senior money bags, old, old Nintendo money bags over here. I spent 40 on it, so <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that expensive. I just looked it up real quick. Uh, Prime's going for like 1050, and then uh, Prime 2 Echoes is going for like 15. So. Okay, okay, cool, not bad. Oh, yeah, I, to me, it'll be worth ten dollars. Yep, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Up at the flea market. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, uh, we should probably start wrapping up here. Um, we've, like I said, been trying to shorten the episodes. We haven't got any feedback on one or the other, so we're going to keep them short unless somebody says something. <laughs> so uh, if you want us to go back out to over an hour, uh, let us know. Otherwise, we're going to try and keep it about between 40 minutes and like an hour five if we can. So uh, yeah, if you if you like the show, make sure you let us know. One last thing I wanted to throw in here is there's a new Call of Duty coming out. And Call of Duty is garbage, but I hope that it's good so that all the Call of Duty kids who are playing all my games, go away and go play that. I, I really <laughs> do hope that it's good for only that reason. If you want to hear more about our opinions or you like us or you want to read things that we've written, uh, head on over to nerdlifetx.com. You can check out anything that we basically publish at all. So any new podcasts, any videos, any articles, any anything goes there first. So make sure you check that out. Um, We each have social media. Uh, Sean, why don't you go first? Let everybody know your social media and how they can find the site online. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at GWS Raincore, R-A-I-N-K-O-R-E. And you can follow uh, the NerdLife TX site um, at NerdLife TX on literally anything. So we are, we're out there and we're waiting for you. <laughs> They're out it's there. Creepy. Yeah. We're space folk. They're like Mulder. They're out yeah. there, man. I, I got a poster in our office of a spaceship. It's an X-Files joke. I know. I've never watched X-Files. Oh, though. my God. What? <laughs> no. Okay, don't even start This, this will be a conversation for another time. Hey, no leave us a five-star review and tell Sean why he should watch X-Files. Definitely. Uh, do that. Uh, Nick, you just had another episode of your podcast come out, right? I did. Yes, episode number two. Uh, I'm interviewing the uh, Wolfman Muscleford in that one. Uh, definitely check it out if you can. It's on uh, iTunes and Google Play. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody what it's called so they can find it. It's called Gamer Stories. Man, I need some sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, where else can they find you, social media-wise? Uh, I can also be found on Facebook and Twitter uh, at zero ping z 3 r0PNG. All right, cool. So uh, I host this podcast and another podcast about uh, uh, movies called Nerds at Drive-Ins, which we haven't had a new episode of for a little while, but with the new Alien movie coming out, we might have a breakdown of that with Nick and I, so make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that. That'll go up on nerdlifetx.com when it's available. Um, Beyond that, you can find me on just about everything at NitroWeasel3K, anything, anything. Even it's even my gamer tag on everything. So if you want to be friends and play some games, let me know. Uh, we can definitely do that. So uh, beyond that, make sure you check out some of the other great podcasts on Astro Panda Productions. Uh, they were kind enough to take us on, so it's really cool to be a part of that network. And uh, they got a lot of really great stuff on there, so check them out. Uh, until next time, uh, we will talk to you later. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff, and leave us an iTunes review if you get some time. Uh, that really helps us out. Uh, five stars. Five stars. If you got a rate us lower than that, don't bother. Yeah, you can do five stars, <laughs> but then just say something mean to us. Give us five yeah. stars and say something horrible. It'd be great. Let's just get a bunch of that happening. So, uh, yeah, but just just go on there, give us a review, uh, let us know how we're doing, uh, and tell two friends. It'd be awesome if you could tell two friends because then we will grow our uh, our listener base exponentially, and they'll tell two friends, and they'll tell two friends, and it'll be awesome. So definitely do that. So until next time, thanks for stopping by and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.